everyone. Welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catanio. Each week, we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Happy Health Podcast. Today, I want to talk about labels that we put on ourselves. So we all put labels on ourselves. I think we're all going to do it forever. We've been doing it since we were kids. Um, It's something that other people do to us and we kind of adopt it. And I think it can be good, but it can also be negative when you um, let these labels or these boxes that we put ourselves in not allow you to move forward with what you're trying to move forward with. Or, Or you just let it A lot of times it's fear, right? We put this label on ourselves and we think, okay, this is who I am. And we we let it define us and we let it define us for long periods of time that may not serve us. So, for example, um, when I was a child and pretty, pretty much I would say through high school, I would say it started getting a little better, but I would say high school is a is a good it's a good amount of time <laughs> this I allowed this label these labels to define who I was. I was very shy and I was extremely messy. So, and if you know me now, you know those are labels that no one would ever use to describe me. I am very organized and I am not shy. So, however, growing up, I was like terrified to like literally like raise my hand in class and answer a question or ask a question. Um, God forbid I spoke to somebody like in a store, like that was just unheard of. Even like family members I hadn't seen in a while, I was like super shy to talk to them. And then messy, Oh boy, was I messy. I was the messiest child you could ever imagine. Like, I just love just throwing things everywhere, like keeping like cups and plates, like, like dirty messy. Like that's how it was bad. Uh, and I was just so disorganized with everything. And I just never like took, I just like, it was almost like I was like fine with it. I was like proud of it, right? Like I was like, oh, I'm messy. I love it. Uh, and then as I went to, um, when I just as I started trying to do other things in my life, I realized those things weren't serving me, and I had to change them. And a lot of times we we let those things we let this thing say I I'm a messy person, so I can't do that. I'm disorganized, so I can't do that. And then we don't. Instead of saying, well, maybe that's not who I am. Maybe that's who I was before. Maybe that's something that that's how I'm operating at the moment. But what can I do to change it? And of course, with those two examples, it's very easy to say like, oh, you know, that that's, you know, those are silly things that of course somebody can become more organized. Of course, somebody can become more messy. I mean, less messy. Of course, somebody can, you know, open up and be less shy. But it's not something as, it's not as easy to see when the label or the box that you're putting yourself in is a neutral box or uh, or a positive box, right? Like for example, uh, when my husband and I bought, first bought our studio, I was, I one, I was still working somewhere else. And two, I was very much in my box of, I was, I am an accountant. I am really good with organizing. Funny enough, I put myself into that box and I let myself stay there. Um, and I just wanted to handle the, the back end stuff. I wanted to organize everything. Everything was all paper, which if you know me personally, you know, I'm not a fan of paper. I like everything electronic and everything was, so I needed to organize all the files. I eventually got it all, um, electronic and we actually still use that net today and it was just very much like 
I needed to, I was going to do the books. I was going to do this. I was going to be that person, right? Because that's who I had become. I had worked so, so hard to not be the messy, disorganized person that I was growing up and that I was in high school where I never knew where anything was. <laughs> and then in college, I was like, no, I'm going to get this down. I'm going to be super organized. I'm going to always have my papers and my books and my everything was going to be so organized. And I transferred that to when I became an accountant. And it was just like, that's who I was. And then my husband asked me if I wanted to train. And I said, like, train, like, actually train um, people, like, personal training. And I was like, no, that's you. You're the trainer. You're the person that loves the fitness stuff. You're the person that does all that. I can't do that. I'm not, like, you know, I'm more, like, the books and the numbers and all that stuff. And I was like, I am not doing it because I was in my little box of this is who I am. I'm Amy who has a master's in accounting and that's who I am. I am not a personal trainer. And it it was holding me back and it was holding our studio back because being, you know, being able to, to play all the roles in, in your business is important, right? So funny enough, I did not remove this label from myself. I had this label ripped from my glass, my grasp, because one of our trainers um, unexpectedly quit two hours before his shift, and I had to train so, because I was the only person there. We were, this was very, very, very early on in our business, and we did not have a big staff like we do now, and it was either cancel all those sessions or Amy steps up to the plate and trains. So I ended up training, and the reason I'm telling you this whole story is that was eight, nine years ago, and I absolutely adore training people. Um, I don't do it now because, again, I've moved out of a box, right? I, was, I did it for years. I did nutrition coaching, and it became... Uh, part of who I was and like I loved being able to see the progress in people and being able to motivate people and push them to do things that they didn't think was possible. It was it was such a fantastic part of my life that had I not been able to remove the label of I don't do this, I am not that person, I never would have experienced and I never would have saw I would not I never would have of been able to see what me taking that label off meant for my life, right? And it just became this thing that I learned all these things and I never would have learned. So it, it's that's that's an example that you think of like, oh well, you know, being organized and being this person, like that's who I am, right? I can't tell you how many times I've been life coaching or nutrition coaching somebody or personal training somebody. And they tell me, no, I don't do that. That's not who I, that's not who I am. That's not, you know, I'm like this. And I get it. I 100% get that. However, I've had you consider that a lot of time, most of the time, well, I would say most of the time, like 99.9% of the time, when you are going, trying to go from point A to point B, you cannot stay the person you are. You just can't. The person that is going to get to point B is a different person. It's, it's still you. You're still the awesome person that you are at your core, but that person has to learn how to do something else. That person has to let go of something. They have to, they have to become a little bit more, not better. Not, I mean, it can be better, but it's not, I don't want you to think that it's always like you're not enough right now. It doesn't mean that you're not enough. It means that you just don't have, you may not just have the, the skill or the knowledge or whatever the case may be to get to that next level. 
right? The person that bought the gym with my husband in, two, what was it, 2010? Whatever year it was, <laughs> a long time ago. The person that I was at that moment when we signed those papers is not the person that I am today. And that person could not do half of the stuff that I can do now. And it's because I've had to learn these things, right? Like, just like the person that you are when you start at your job at day one, you don't know anything. And then when you leave five years later or when you get promoted whenever that happens, you are a completely different person in your in your knowledge, in your, your capacity for figuring things out. You're just all these things. And it's because you've let go of some labels that you had on yourself. Um, another example is... And I, I'm always going to use fitness and nutrition just because I've dealt with that so long, so much is that uh, when somebody comes in and they, I, a lot of times people will label themselves as I am not somebody that likes working out, right? I'm not somebody who likes going to the gym. I'm never going to be somebody who really enjoys going for a run, right? If you continually tell yourself that, guess what? You're never going to be the person that likes to go for a run. You're never going to be the person that likes working out because every single day you are telling yourself, whether it's literally out loud to somebody else or just subconsciously, like you tell yourself every time you wake up and you you drag your butt to the gym, I don't like doing this. This is not who I am, blah, 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 blah. You may still do it, but guess what? Wouldn't it be a little bit more enjoyable? Don't you think you could get more out of it if you drop that label and you say, huh, what what would happen if I, you know, actually enjoyed going to the gym? What would happen if I let myself um, be somebody that possibly might like to go on a run? You don't have to let, you're not going to go from like, to on Monday, I hate running. On Tuesday, you're like, oh my gosh, running is the best thing on the face of this planet. I want to run all the marathons in the world. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, but it, if you every day work a little bit and just try to drop that label, maybe let's say the label is, I do not like to run. Don't try to make it, I mean, you can, but it's a little harder. The next day, don't try to be like, I love running. Just maybe just make it neutral. Say, I don't mind running. Or I'll run, you know, I'll run here and there. Just make it a neutral statement and put that label and just kind of sit with that until you become the person that's like, I don't mind running, you know, it's okay. And then keep working at, keep working on it. And then you may become the person that loves running. And I'm using a very, very simplified <laughs> example, but think of all the other aspects of your life. Uh, I cannot tell you how many people um, will tell me, like with doTERRA, I, I'm, I'm so many, many of you guys know that I sell doTERRA essential oils. And some people are like, I, I would love to do doTERRA as a business, but I, I am not good at sales. I'm not good at, at doing that. And I'm like, neither was I. <laughs> like, I was sucked at it. My husband did all the sales at the gym. Like I literally didn't, I mean, every once in a while I would do a sales console at the at our personal training studio. But most of the time I didn't do it. And just because of I was doing all the other, I was doing other things. I was training, I was nutrition coaching, I was doing the accounting for a while. I was just doing all these other things. I was doing like recipe videos and it was just not something that I felt like I needed to do. Again, good or bad or indifferent, it was just not a, a skill that I had put any energy into learning. And when I decided to start my doTERRA business, 
it was just me, myself, and I. So if I wasn't selling anything, guess what? I had no business. So I had to learn. I had to learn. I had to figure out what, how was I going to do that? How was I going to express my feelings about this product that I absolutely loved that could get people to love it as well? How was I going to teach other people how to do that? Like that, and people look at me now two years down the line and they're like, oh, you're so good at sales. No, no, no. I learned to be good at sales and I'm continually learning to be good at sales. And it's just like anything else. So think about what, if you are trying to get somewhere, right? If you're trying to get to a goal, if you're trying to be better at something, if you're trying to uh, maybe move on from your job, lose weight, um, be happier, Like that's, obviously this is the Happy Health Podcast. (laughs) I cannot tell you how many people want to just be happy in their life. Think about the labels and the boxes that you've put on yourself. Are you telling yourself that you are not a certain person or that you are a certain person? And what is that doing for you? Is it serving you? Does does that label uh, gel with what you're, where you're trying to go? Right? Like, so if I, when I first started with doTERRA, kept telling myself I was bad at sales, and at the time I was, <laughs> let's just like, let's just call a spade a spade. When I first started with doTERRA, I was not good. Like, I just was, I was terrible. So <laughs> I just couldn't, I was fumbling over my words. I just, I didn't know, like, you know, somebody would tell me no, and I'd just be like, okay. And I wouldn't like dig a little deeper. And I'm not saying like trick the person. I'm saying like, you know, a lot of times people will say no because they don't fully understand what the thing is. So I just would be, I just was not good. Um, And if I continually told myself, I'm not good at sales, I'm not good at this, I'm not good at this, I'm not good at this, I never would have been good at it, right? I had to let go of that. I had to say, okay, what can I do to get better? Uh, Same thing with... um, trying to think of another example that that I see commonly. I have a good example. So what about when we, and this is another really common one, when people say I'm not a morning person. They say it all the time. Like, I am not a morning person. I don't like waking up in the morning. I'm grumpy in the morning. I need this, blah, blah, blah. And we keep telling ourselves that over and over and over again, that you're not a morning person, that you're not this. And then they see their friend who reads The Miracle Morning. If you've never read that book, it's amazing. And that person just, that person who's also not a morning person tries out the 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 things that he goes through in The, the Miracle Morning just, uh, just to condense it. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but he recommends waking up super early, getting a whole bunch of crap done, <laughs> getting like, getting your day put together, getting emails out of the way, meditating, like just doing all this stuff. To, and then you feel super productive and then you do this over time and then you become a morning person, right? And so let's say these two people, they both say are not morning pers- morning people. They're, one person reads the book, this person becomes a morning person over time and the other person's looking at them like, how how the heck did they do that? We were, we were in this together. You weren't a morning person either and now all of a sudden you're a morning person. And it seems so quick, right? The biggest shift that person had to make was they needed to tell themselves they were a morning person. They needed to stop saying, I am not a morning person. I am super grumpy in the morning. I'm this, 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 and that. Like they needed to tell themselves that and then put the things into practice, right? It's the same thing with happiness, in my opinion. People always ask me, well, how are you happy all the time? I 
tell myself I'm going to be in a good mood. It does not mean that I don't I don't get pissed about things, that I don't get angry, that I don't get sad, that I don't get stressed. I get all those things <laughs> multiple times a day, I promise you. But I don't let those things define me. I don't want to be an angry person. I don't want to be a sad person. And I'm not talking about like depression. That's a whole separate thing. That's obviously a medical condition that is not in the scope of what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about like if you're somebody that's just kind of mopey, that's very different from depression. So back to what I was saying. So I just tell myself like, you know what? I'm going to make the best out of this. I'm How can I make this a better situation? How can I approach this in a in a better Ask in a better way, right? But that took this takes years. It takes years to get out of that label that you put on yourselves, right? I, you know, with going back to how I was shy, it took years for me to be able to to get to the point where I can talk to people and get on stage and talk to people. And and I actually started one of the the biggest things I did to break my shyness was I joined the dance team in high school. And obviously I wasn't talking in front of people, but I was dancing on stage like a lot. <laughs> so, and that's not easy. And then I was like, okay, let me see if I can talk to people. And what's funny is that um, even though I hated talking in front of people, uh, I got, I was chosen to speak at my high school, not high school, um, my eighth grade graduation. I did the the speech for that. And I also did confirmation. If you're a Catholic, you know what that is. Uh, so, and I spoke at both of those things. And I enjoy it when I'm there. Like once I'm up and I'm I'm doing it, it's fine. But it was just the act of doing it. To this day, to this day, I still have problems calling people on the phone. Like that still makes me nervous. <laughs> but I don't let that label of that I am inherently an introvert. And I know that sounds crazy for the people that know me well, the people that may have trained with me or seen my videos or done all that. I am inherently an introvert. I 100% prefer to be at home reading a book. (laughs) I 100% prefer to be quiet and not say anything and not speak in front of people and not do those things. But I also know the flip side on the things I want to accomplish, like making people happier and healthier and helping people change their lives with essential oils and nutrition and life coaching and all that, it requires me to talk. (laughs) It requires me to call people. It requires me to make videos and podcasts. It requires me to do all these things. So I have to push past that label and that fear and just do it or I'm not gonna be able to reach the goals that I really want right? I actually chose a career that I wouldn't have to talk a lot. I wouldn't. I'd just be able to sit at my desk and at my have my computer. I was an accountant for a couple of years. That's what I went to school for. That's what I have an MBA in. And I chose that because that was comfortable for me. I enjoyed the organization and all that, those parts of, of, of it. But there was this little nagging thing in the back of my mind that was constantly telling me, you want more than this. And I know for a fact, everybody has that if they are not doing something that they want to do because they've put these, they've let the labels that they have for themselves or that other people have put on them, they they stay in their little box and they think I am this person. So I have to continue doing those things. 
and I could have continued doing that. I could have, I mean, I w- I'm sure I would have had a great career as an accountant if I said, you know, I'm shy. I don't like talking to people. I don't like, you know, being in front of the crowds and, and doing all that. I'm not good at sales. I'm not good at this. This is not who I am. So I'm just going to be an accountant. I'm good at that. Let me just continue doing that and grow in that, right? But and I'm not saying if you are happy in your job, and you like all those things, let's say you're an accountant and you love it, <laughs> but, but do you? That's fine. I'm saying I was there because I let those labels that I put on myself keep me there. And when I started breaking off those labels, literally it felt like chains, like I had chains on me. When I start breaking those off, I, that's when things really became crystal clear and I really started becoming um, happier. And I really was like, wow, this is, this is awesome, right? So um, wrapping it up and kind of bringing this all together, I want you to think of labels that you have on yourself. Labels that whether, and, and just write them all down, right? Without any judgment on them, no judgment. Right. Like if I was to write a list about myself right now, I would put organized. I would put planner. I would put um, likes exercising. I would put does not like messy things. Um, And I, I mean, I would keep going like just all sorts of things. And then take a step back and look at the list and look if any of those things are holding you back from where you're trying to go. Like for me, I love planning things like I love it. And that's on the surface, right, when I say that, you're like, oh, planning's great. Most people are like, I love when somebody just plans everything, or I love that I'm a planner and just plan everything is super organized. But I can tell you many times, and it's happening right now, and I'm working through it, being such a planner can hold you back, and it is holding me back. There is something that I'm trying to do, and because in my head I have to have every single piece planned out, it's hard for me to move forward. So I, it's funny, I'm working with my husband on this because we both push each other in different ways. I have to break out of that label. I have to break out of that box of being such a planner and just doing it, right? And I know that sounds crazy because I worked to be such a planner and organized and not messy. And now I'm break, I'm trying to break past that to get to the next level. So it kind of ebbs and flows. You know, these labels are not something that you have to hold on to for the rest of your life. So look at your look at your list, make it just as comprehensive as you can, the good, the bad, the ugly, the neutral, the indifferent, everything. And look at where you're trying to go. And this is a really good exercise to do because we have New Year's coming up. That's everybody loves doing it for a fresh, fresh um clean slate. I'm trying to think fresh start. I was, I was gonna say fresh slate. <laughs> which is not right. <laughs> it's clean slate or fresh start. But anyway, um, so if New Year's are really, are really good, it's a really good time to do that. So this is a perfect opportunity. We're about a month and a half away. Um, so just look at that and see, okay, where do you want to go, right? And what which of those labels are holding you back? What can you do to break through them and just let it go, right? That That list is not you forever. That list is you at this moment and... It, it does not have to be you next week. It does not have to be you in the next in a year. Your list that you make today, it's going to be drastically different from the list that you made a year ago, right? And you're going to look at it and be like, huh, I forgot I used to be that person. 
I forgot that I used to say that I was that. I forgot I used to be whatever, right? Um, and I think it's a really good tool to do every once in a while when you do feel stuck because we try to look externally a lot when we're, when we're stuck and a lot of times we just need to look internally and see if there's something that you need to break out of. So that's it for today. I hope that was helpful. <laughs> I hope my rambling kind of helps you think about where you're, where you're trying to go uh, and helps you break out of those things. So um, I hope you guys enjoy. I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show so far, it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review. Also, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode. The Happy Health Podcast is now on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major podcast platforms.